Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about filling your own cup. I've been working on a new program that is called You Are Lovable. It's a program all about self-love and self-worth and how to build up self-love and self-worth if you're like me and you were missing those things for a while. I didn't realize that I had low self-esteem until a few years ago, really. I was like, nah, I'm just a normal person. I'm just overworked. I'm tired. And All of these things started coming up, like you're a people pleaser, you do this, you do that. And it wasn't like I felt like I was being picked on or anything, but I was going through a period of self-discovery where I was realizing that all of the same patterns of behavior that I was repeating in relationships had everything to do with myself. We often think about other people and our relationships with them as well, we need to heal that. We need to work on that. Like it's a two-way street. And yes, both parties have to be willing to work on a relationship. But what I learned is that it was often much more about my own behavior than the behavior of my partner. You see, soulmates often trigger each other. We often will unmask, if you will, the dark sides of our soulmate, the shadow side, we're kind of like a giant mirror and we show all of the things that we really need to work on in ourselves to our partners, whether it's a romantic soulmate or a friendship or a family member or whatever. These people came here to show you what you need to work on. And most of the time we walk through life totally ignoring the lesson with blinders on, like, well, it's this person's fault because they did this and they did that. And what we don't realize is that person did this or that or behaved in this way or that way because you behaved in a certain way. It's our behavior that other people react to. And if you're like me and you had low self-esteem, you always wanted to give, 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 give to other people because you're like, I just want to be nice. I just want to be loved. And here's the thing, you are seeking love from others and you are seeking to be validated by others when you're the one who has to validate yourself. You're the one who has to love yourself. I read something on Pinterest today and when I read it, it was like mind blown. It was really, really actually a very good example of why we need to love ourselves and why we need to fill our own cups. The example was, imagine that you had a cell phone battery and that battery was empty and you were constantly going and asking other people like, hey, can I borrow your charger because my battery's dying and I really need to recharge my battery. And so your friend or whatever would let you borrow their charger and you charge their battery for him you know, for the minute or whatever they lent it to you. And so your phone now has a little bit of a charge, 
But you go home that evening and you still don't have a charger and there's no one around. Your battery's dead. We feel empty in life sometimes, which is our dead battery. And we try to revive our battery by going to other people and saying, okay, I need love. I need someone to care about me. I need this. I need that. I need someone to tell me I'm good enough. And we do that by seeking it out from others. So in essence, we're borrowing a charger from others to charge our own battery. And that'll work for a little while, but you're never going to fully fill fill that emptiness because that charge is only going to last for a little bit. And you don't actually have a charger yourself, so you don't have the ability to keep yourself fully charged. So if you get low again, your pattern is to go back out to someone else and to seek validation from them or to seek love from them so that you can feel loved. When in reality... That only works in the short term. If you want to feel loved, validated, and fulfilled all the time, you have to have your own charger, right? If you want your battery to be full all the time, you have to have the ability to charge it whenever you need to. You have to have your own charger. In the same way, when we want our own lives to be filled with love, to be filled with validation, to be filled with happiness, We have to be the ones who are doing that for ourselves. We can't look to other people to make us feel validated, to make us feel worthy, to make us feel loved. That all has to come from within. And that's really, really hard to do when you've lived with self-esteem that's been low your whole life or when you've been told that you're not good enough your whole life. You see, we aren't born with low self-esteem at all. We come into this world and we come from a very loving God, creator, divine, whatever you want to call it. We come here like filled with love, like so filled with love and full of excitement and just excited thinking this is going to be like awesome, right? Like, oh my gosh, like when you get ready to go on your most amazing vacation and you're like, I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun and I, everyone loves me and this is going to be great and they're so excited to see me. And then we get here and we don't always come into situations that are great. Sometimes we are born to parents who didn't know how to raise us, who didn't know how to take care of us, or who were overwhelmed. I think that's really a big part of it. You know, I know that's a lot of people because I know your stories. I have so many people who reach out to me and some of your stories are so very heartbreaking I know there's a lot of people who are born to parents who just either didn't want them or really, really did not have the, the, what am I trying to say? Like the, the wherewithal, the, the ability to take care of them. And then some of us were just born to parents who were very overwhelmed who worked a lot and it's hard to be a single parent. And I know because I, I feel like I was very overwhelmed a lot when my kids were growing up too. And so I go back and think, oh, geez, maybe I didn't do the best job that I could have because I was too stressed out and maybe I should have asked for help more often than I did. So there are times, trust me, I'm not judging anyone and or anything, but 
there are times when we're born into situations where we don't get the love and validation that we need from our parents. And they're the ones who are teaching us to love ourselves and to validate ourselves. You know, that's where we learn it. But when we're told things, and again, I say this all the time and I say it in my book, I really think that my generation of kids, and I was born in the late 70s, I think my generation of kids and even those that came before me and a little after me, we're from the generation where parents just like, they said things like, uh, I'm going to give you something to cry about, like stop crying and you know, I brought you into this world, I'll take you out. And you even heard it on TV shows. Like I think Cosby said that on his show before, you know, so that was pretty normal, but it doesn't make you feel super good about yourself. And if you had siblings, sometimes we got compared to siblings. And I know that, you know, like in my situation, I know my mom wasn't doing it to be like, you should be ashamed, but that's how it made me feel. You know, like, well, your brother has straight A's. Like, okay, well, he also has a different brain than I do, and we don't function the same way. So I'm not my brother. And then I know that she also did that to my sister. Like, well, why, you know, your sister gets better grades. Why can't you? And that is not, she's not at all unusual for doing that. Like, that is what a lot of parents do. It's what we saw on TV. You know, I mean, we see sitcom parents who would be like, well, why can't you be as good as your sister? I mean, that was normal. But doing that, being compared to others, that lowers your self-esteem. Because when you can't measure up to that person, and it doesn't mean that you're a bad person and that you're not as smart That doesn't mean that at all. There are many different kinds of intelligences and people have many different talents. So you may not be as book smart as your sibling, but you may be more creative and can do things. You can think outside the box and do other things that are amazing. We can't compare our children because it's like comparing apples and oranges. My kids are twins and they are completely different, completely different. And both very talented and amazing in completely different ways. It's so amazing to look at them and to be like, you know, when they were in grade school, people would be like, oh, I didn't even know they were related, let alone because they had a last name that was kind of common. So they're like, well, I didn't even know they were related, let alone twins. They're so different. And it's true. And I think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think that we need to be better about recognizing that people have individual strengths. So we can't worry about being compared to others, but that's one thing that lowers your self-esteem. And a lot of things really lower your self-esteem as you're growing up. Things that now, you know, you'd be like, well, you know, we know better, we do better. But I mean, I remember teachers posting our grades and like highlighting the A's or the F's to like point out like, this shouldn't be you. And now we can't do that, of course. And thank goodness we can't do that. But I mean, just we came from a whole completely different system where we thought that was okay. And there are a lot of things that really just kind of lowered our self-esteem growing up. Like if you weren't good at sports, if you got picked last on the team, you know, all those things can really affect you. So you have to work on building yourself back up again. And in this program, I talk about all of the ways to do that. 
<coughs> excuse me, but one of the ways that I'm talking about today that you need to, like, this is what you need to do to help you build your self-esteem again, and that's filling up your own cup. All too often, we take care of everyone else on, in the world, on the planet. And even as I sit here and I am doing this podcast today, I was thinking about when I was on the way home, I was thinking about all of the things that I needed to get done tomorrow. Okay, not even today, but tomorrow. Like I'm already stressing myself out about tomorrow. And I'll, I'll do that sometimes. I tend to do that. And I need, that's when I have to say, okay, stop. Like, okay, you don't need to worry about all of this stuff right now. But I'm a planner and I'm like, okay, what can I do ahead of time to make sure that tomorrow I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off? Because I hate that. Like I want to have a little time to relax in the evening. And that's part of the filling my own cup. So even though I do like have to think about things ahead of time, I do it because I want to make sure that I have time to do a meditation, that I have time to work out, that I have time to take care of myself. And I'm not always the best at doing that. And I know I need to be better at doing that. So I will say like, okay, well, I need to record a podcast. I should do that in the morning. So it'll be done by afternoon because I have a doctor's appointment. So I need to go to the doctor's appointment right after school, but then I need to make supper. So if I wait to do the podcast, then I'm going to have all of this stuff I have to do when I get home. And I don't want to do that because I want to come home, make supper and be able to sit and relax for a little bit and maybe watch a little funny TV or something to, you know, relax my mind. So this, now you're getting a, a little glimpse into the craziness of my brain, but this is how this works. Like I know I'm doing a little planning ahead of time so that I have time to just relax so that I'm not trying to do everything after school tomorrow. And it also helps me to not feel like, oh my gosh, I have 15,000 things to do after school tomorrow because I don't want to do that. I don't want to stress myself out. And if there are things that I can delegate, like if I could say to my son, hey, can you make dinner? And you know what? Honestly, now I just thought of that. He can and he totally would. So that's another thing I'm going to do. I'm going to ask him to make dinner and that'll be one less thing that I have to do. And he totally will do that. He really will. He's really like good at that. He's a good cook and he actually enjoys doing it. And when I ask him to do that, he's always like, sure. So, you know, we have to be better about delegating things and making sure that we're taking time out to do things on our own so that we're enjoying life. You can't enjoy life when you have so many things planned that you dread getting out of bed in the morning. And I used to live my life that way. I remember when my daughter was on a traveling basketball team, I would dread getting out of bed some days. It was so overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to get up. I have to drive. Because at that time I was driving an hour to and from work. So it's like, oh my gosh, I have to get out of bed at five o'clock. I have to drive an hour to work. I've got to work my whole day. I might have like a staff meeting or something after school. My old school, I feel like we were meeting out. We really don't have that many meetings at this new school, which is kind of nice. So it's like, okay, well, I have a staff meeting right after school too. So that's another hour. And then I have an hour drive home and then I have to make supper. And then we have to drive an hour to her basketball game, which they may have two games. So that might be two hours and then another, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. And during that time I was taking classes and things. I don't even know how I was functioning, you guys. That was terrible. And I lived that way for so long. 
I really, truly did. I don't know how I didn't burn myself completely to the ground, burn out, because I had many days like that. And there were so many days when I would just, like I would dread days coming up because I knew I had to do things like that. And I even have a chapter about this in my book that as parents, like it's great to have your kids involved, but there becomes a limit when it's too much, when it's like practice every day, traveling every weekend, you're never home. Like that's not living and you're going to be so burnt out and your child's going to be burnt out. It's not fun. You really have to, we have to learn how to teach. And I really, truly believe as a teacher, I think this is one of the biggest problems that I see when kids come in is they don't want to do anything and they don't know how to like, they don't know how to advocate for themselves and they don't know how to plan their time out wisely. Like they aren't very good at that. And I really think a big problem with that is that they are in like five sports and no wonder they can't get anything accomplished. I mean, they don't have time first of all and they don't really have very good time management because it's like well I've got to go here 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 they're wanting to take the break at school where they don't have anything and that's like no 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 this is not the break time so we're seeing like a lot of kids who like school time isn't being used as it should be because they're that's their downtime because they're just not you don't have any time. And that's not every kid because then you have the opposite kid who does nothing but play the video games all night. It's, I don't know, it's just becoming a very interesting society, I will say that. But when you learn to set your own boundaries too and to say, okay, we're only going to be involved in this many things, that's a part of teaching your kids how to set boundaries for themselves to say, no, we're not going to do everything under the sun because that's not possible. We're going to burn out. We're going to be miserable. No, we're not doing that. We're going to pick a few things and that will give you time to fill your own cup. You know, filling your own cup, there's so many ways to do that. And even if you've ever studied, if you've ever studied the, um, seven traits of highly effective people, I believe, seven habits of highly effective people. One of the things is sharpening the saw is what they call it. And it's filling your cup. And it's making sure that everything is in balance. You've got to have balance in your work life and your family life and your social life and your spiritual life. Everything needs to be balanced. And if one area is taking up too much time, it throws everything else off balance. And you know, the old comparison of the tray if you have a waitress tray and it's full of drinks and you take one off without moving shifting around the other drinks it throws off the balance and the whole tray tumbles over same thing and you have to take time to do things that actually make you really happy and that's go for a walk in nature what I love is that the weather here is starting to get warmer When I start seeing 50s and 60s on a regular basis, my heart sings because I love that. I love warm weather. I love the spring weather. I love like 70s is actually perfect. And when the weather starts getting warmer, I love that I can go outside and walk because walking makes me feel so much better, especially just being outside and like looking around and seeing the birds and 
looking at the blue sky, like that makes me feel better. Seeing the sunshine makes me feel better. You also need to do things like balancing your energy. So going, doing meditations, doing tappings are going to help you, you know, just clearing your energy and taught people. And if you ever work with me, I always teach people I work with how to clear their energy because it's so important. You really need to do that. You have to do that. It's really important to really balance yourself in mind, body, and spirit. So you've got to eat healthy. And I don't mean you have to eat kale every day, although kale chips are amazing if you've never made them. Really good. You don't have to, you know, totally go off the deep end, but sometimes we know like, hey, I'm eating way too much fast food lately. I need to cut back. Or, hey, I know I've been drinking too much soda. I just need to cut back. I know there are times when in my own life, you know, like the last couple of weeks have been really difficult for my family and I. And I was straight up eating raw cookie dough like every day. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, all right, I just buy the cookie dough. I'm like, kids, here's raw cookie dough. I don't know about you, but I'm going to eat it. I love raw cookie dough. I mean... You do what you do, right? When we're having a difficult time, we tend to slip into these behavior patterns that are not good for us. So then I had to say, okay, that's enough cookie dough. I'm not going to buy any more. Like I, I had my cookie dough and now I'm good. It's all right. And we have to do things like making sure we're getting enough sleep at night. Last night, I mean, I normally go to bed around 1030 and last night at 930, I laid down to watch some TV. I laid down at 9 to watch some TV. And at 9.30, I woke up and realized I had been asleep for about... I was like, oh, I'm going to watch some TV. I realized I had slept through half the program I was watching. So I was like, okay, that's my body telling me I need to go to bed. So I did. And I wouldn't normally go to bed that early, but I was just exhausted. And it's been a lot of emotional stuff too. I was so tired. And we need to listen to our bodies. When we need sleep, get some sleep. I remember as a kid, I could sleep until like two in the afternoon. Like if sleeping were a sport, I would be a champion. I could sleep so long. And I don't sleep that long anymore. But there are days, you know, sleeping in for me on the weekend is like nine o'clock, 9.30. But there are days when I go to bed and I don't wake up until 10, 10.30 or 11 even 11 would be pretty late, but I wake up and I was like, oh my gosh, wow, my body must have needed that. So it's listening to what we need. We need sleep. We need to have fun. So go out with your friends if you need to have a good time. You know, whatever it is that you need, you know, like your body is telling you what you need and you need to start listening to that. So just making sure that you're really taking care of yourself And sometimes you need a break from social media, you know, every once in a while I have to do that too. Be like, oh man, I've been on social media all day. If we knew how much time we actually spent on our phones, we probably would be amazed. And there's probably something we should be doing about that. But, you know, you know when you need to take a break. So it's doing things to fill up your own cup. That's what we need to do. All right, guys, well, I pulled a card for you from my deck, Divine Whispers, and surprise, surprise, it is fill your own cup. 
The card says the universe is asking you to stop and smell the roses today. You are so busy that you are missing out on your life. It's time to slow down and enjoy the present moment. The universe is asking you to disconnect and unplug for a bit. Are you enjoying time spent with your friends and family? Or are you too busy worrying about taking care of mundane tasks or thinking of the future? Take a pause today. Put down that phone or tablet. Go have a conversation with a loved one. Enjoy time spent living in the present moment. You will never get this moment back again. In your mantra for this card, you have, I breathe in positive energy and I exhale all worries. I look around and enjoy the blessings that I see before me. I choose to take an active role in the present moment. All right, I love that. So go do something fun for yourself today. Even if it's just for 15 minutes, go do something. All right, guys, well, I want to thank you for listening. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me reviews from wherever you're listening. That helps others find me. And my mission is to help as many people find me as possible. So thank you for those of you who have been helping me with that. Same thing goes with my book. If you have purchased my book, Beautifully Broken, The Spiritual Woman's Guide to Thriving, Not Simply Surviving a Divorce or Breakup, please leave me a review from wherever you purchased it. Those reviews really help my book show up in people's feeds. So when they're saying, I just got out of a breakup, I need help. And really, it's not just a book for divorce, and it's not just a book for women. It's if you've ever gone through a dark place in your life at all, if you've ever felt stuck or stagnant, it can help you. It gives you tools like meditations, prayers, tappings, and journaling to help get you back on track. So go check that out. It's available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and Goodreads. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 5.30 Central on Facebook, and I upload readings to Instagram on IGTV. Also, if you want to work with me, you can book a private session with me. I offer readings, Reiki sessions, past life regressions, and one-on-one coaching. I can coach you in any area of your life, whether it's relationships, career, or just personal life, or spiritual growth. So don't hesitate to reach out to me if you'd like to work with me. You can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will find all of my services as well as how you can purchase them. And when you're ready to book, you can simply contact me and we'll schedule your session. So you can purchase your session online and then you contact me and we'll schedule it. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, which is a video chat program. Also, you can purchase my book and my card deck, Divine Whispers, on my website. So go check that out. And if you subscribe to my website, you'll receive a free morning and evening meditation, just as my way of saying thank you for subscribing. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with me. I love you all so much. I'm sending you guys so much positive energy, so much love and light. And I hope that you guys see many beautiful blessings in your day today. And until then, I will see you back here soon. Bye.